Okay, okay, okay. Count me down. Count me down. <laughs> Can you count me in? Can you count me in? Just like how epic we are. Okay. I'm done. I found my moment. All right. Hey. 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 So, this is a podcast. It's called Attempting Podcast because we're attempting things. Who are we? Well, Casey, if you were listening, (laughs) you would have known (laughs) that this is Attempting Podcast. What are our names, Katie? (laughs) Well, I'm Katie the Star. (laughs) Excuse me. And um, on the left mic is Casey, and on the right mic is Laura. Hey. I'm on the receptive side. And I'm on the giving side. We're holding hands across space and time. Yeah. Because we don't live in the same place. Where are we, Caitlin? I'm in I'm in New Orleans. I almost said South Carolina. Are you which sure? Is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> where are you mentally and where are you physically? Mentally? I'm in New Orleans. Physically I'm under this cozy blanket. I'm in Nashville. <laughs> and it's hot and I'm sitting by my couch. Wait, You're not on it? Yeah, where? I'm beside the couch. Like under on the where? floor? Accurate. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I am also underneath the cozy blanket. So, Attempting Podcast has adult language and content. So, watch out, or else. PG-13 or R? I mean, PG-18. Yeah. I'm going to go for NC-17. <laughs> depending <laughs> on the cast, depending on the, which pod we're doing. <laughs> we're going to try some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to try it together. Yeah. So over the last week or so, we have tried to send each other text messages with three moments of gratitude for the day every morning, as well as wake up and say something along the lines of, I believe in miracles and something amazing is going to happen to me today. And we got the idea from Pam Grout's book, Think and Grow Rich. Listen to last week's podcast for more reference. So how did gratitude listing make you guys feel? I'm not a morning person at all, but I think it was a positive experience to attempt to be positive in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Even though my mind is like a zombie at that time of day. So like a happy zombie? Yeah. Happier I think it, zombie. Yeah. I think it starts the day off pretty well and idyllically you continue to have positive momentum with your thoughts. Did you feel like it made your day more positive or impacted in any way? Well, it's been a little different this week because I've been staying with the fam in Mississippi for about a week and a half so it's mm-hmm. been a different sort of life experience in general so it's it's hard to compare this week but uh 
it was nice anyway to hang out with them and hopefully i'm trying to look at look at the visit as sort of like a restart and a reset button to kind of bring more peace into my life and not get into like a lifestyle pattern that is not as fun i guess so yeah that's good. I know you guys have had company or have visited your families recently as well. Yes. Oh, that's so true. I didn't even think about that. How do you think it affected your experience with your family or experiences or your boyfriend's family for Laura? Um, I don't know. I think it made me, I mean, this whole process made me, forced me to look at the positive because I couldn't not text you guys every morning mm-hmm. like you're and hearing your positive thoughts would make force me to think about my own and I mean the, the experience wasn't bad on a whole like the visiting family but it's always stressful so it's nice to take a step back and remember that that was for me and had nothing to do with anyone else mm-hmm. yeah I kind of feel like Throughout, well, for things that I list, like, I don't have a hard time thinking about, like, being positive about those things. Like, my cats, for instance, I really fucking love my cats every day, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, sometimes I feel like I was just kind of grasping for something to text, especially because it was early in the morning and I hadn't done anything. Mm -hmm. As a whole, it it was good. I usually feel super groggy in the morning, so so it's just getting the gears going in that direction is sometimes like uh, grasping. And you know, other days it was it's pretty easy. You could look around yeah. the room and be like, "I like the pillow." It's always good to have a good pillow. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I wrote this down to talk about. I found this whole thing very hard. Mm. Like, I don't know if I was overthinking it, but to say three things that I was grateful for was not always easy. Right. When we started it, I expected to have, like, three big things. Some days were just small things. Three very small things. On that topic, I somehow suckered my parents into making gratitude lists. I know there's an exercise, and they're called party games because they're more fun than exercises. (laughs) In, uh, In Pam Grout's book, I've only... I've only honestly I've only been through a few of them so far but one of them was listing all the things you have now that you appreciate in your life and I I made it kind of like a challenge I was like oh I bet I can beat you guys filling out this list so mom and I burned through the list with all sorts of things and then dad was having more trouble but I think it was just a verbiage thing for him because he was trying to list very big things in his life like people and things that he's very much uh, appreciative of versus little things like utensils because he was making a joke it's like like what are you guys gonna do you're gonna list like forks and knives and I was like oh my gosh it's a great one and mom is like I'm gonna write it too (laughs) so because I mean I think it does help to focus on the little things and I think that's what really racks up I mean you can focus on your friends and family and all that for a good bit I think that's really productive, but I think you can fill the space more with the little things like utensils and air conditioning and uh, clean water is kind of a big one, but you know, just like weird little things that you enjoy. They don't have to be massive 
So that was something that dad wasn't really, he wasn't thinking of at first. After we shared a few of them, he was, I think he had an easier time. That's so interesting. So true. Did you guys think, did you guys have a miracle at all during the last week or so? Since we were supposed to have like a mantra in the morning? Not even a miracle, but like a synchronicity or anything. I, I did actually have more than I've been having recently. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was really cool. And I love experiencing that. So I, that did happen a little bit more than it had been synchronicities in my life. I have seen more number patterns. That's usually my, um, that's usually my, my synchronicity, like 1111 or 1234. Or... 1234 is my number. Yeah. Like that is my time. Midnight, you know, day or night, that is my time. I love it. I feel like I see 333 pretty often. More more mm-hmm. so than the ones. I do catch 1111 a lot. But I don't know if that's because you're trained like as a kid. Like, oh, I'm on. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it must be time. So look at my phone. I don't ever remember being that being a childhood thing. Like, make, make a wish. I had not heard of that until really? like college. And it was really Sorry. weird because between my last years of high school... I started seeing number patterns. I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's so interesting. You never had that. Well, I guess it wouldn't be a thing unless until like cell phones were a common place because who's looking at a clock going, right. here it is, <laughs> like on the hands. I guess, yeah, no digital here. clocks even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe... Uh, I feel like in the past, maybe there were more animal symbols. I mean, I don't feel like I'm as cognizant of that because I'm not as out in nature. It's summertime and it's in the South. I'm not going outside unless it's (laughs) necessary. Okay. Looking in dog shit. Right. Seeing Uh, the signs. I I love being outside in nature and, you know, like the autumn, but summertime South. No, no. Well, I like see tattoos and stuff of, of like my animal. Like, I'm in the middle of a city. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing any animals, you know, unless it's, like, a drawing or on a billboard. A pigeon. Or a oh, pigeon. oh, oh. <laughs> we forgot last week because I, I saw that red fox. It was about the time we started that yeah. first podcast. And we I totally forgot to mention that last time, which is really rare. I've only seen two foxes, three foxes fox? alive in my life that, that weren't on TV or something. Didn't you see and, one in London? I, I don't remember. I, I just remembered someone did. I didn't know if it was you. Or... But that's awesome. But it was cool. I, and I had never seen a red fox in person. And this was just around town. I was making a delivery. and A city fox. City fox. I will say uh, the first year after I moved to Nashville, I think this is just kind of like a fun story. I was really into to hiking there's a trail well there's multiple trails at this location but it's called radnor lake there's a basic trail about half of it is paved and you have a lot of people running through there or biking through it and you know people with strollers and dogs or whatever and then there are the outer trails which are actually really nice because there aren't as many people there and i enjoy that because <laughs> you know oh yeah yeah so mm-hmm. I, I got into a mode where i was going you know once or twice a week for a really long span. And I remember being really disappointed one week because I could not 
go. I was sick part of the week, and then I was busy the rest of the week, so I didn't really have time to go at that point. One thing that always happens when I go to Radnor Lake is I see deer, at least one every time. I've been there 30, 30, 40 plus times. Every time I will see a deer, which it's a res- it's sort of like a reserve. They, they're protected. They, you can't shoot them there sort of situation. But I still think mm-hmm. it's really neat to be, you know, within 20 feet of a deer for some reason. In the middle of a city, too. That's alive. I wouldn't say it's in the middle of the city. It's just within, you know, like 15, 20 minutes of it. And this occasion that I couldn't go that week, I was, <laughs> I was sitting in my car because I had just parked in front of, you, you guys were there parallel parking in front of the the space Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was just like sitting there I didn't have my glasses on and my long distance vision is not very good I I don't know what I was doing I was looking at my phone or something just kind of sitting there and in the distance I see something walking towards me down the street and I'm like it's a very large dog (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but it keeps walking towards (laughs) my direction in the middle of the street I'm like oh that's a deer put my glasses on at that point. I was like, that's really neat. It's just walking wow. pretty much downtown. I've escaped to come find you. <laughs> on the week that I uh, could not go. So that you saw, cool. still saw the deer. I have a deer painting in my room now. I like it. Do you, it could actually be a, an elk. <gasps> I don't know. I saw the biggest elk. It was terrifying. Where? In Colorado. It was on a path in a state park. It was it was terrifying. It was like a ten point or whatever you call a big in. It was a mm-hmm. big in, and it was terrifying. You gotta get that bear mace. You gotta spray them. They come at you. Or you can get back in your car and speed away. <laughs> you said you're on a trail. I figured you're walking. Nah, I was driving. Cool. But that's very powerful. I would love to go back to Colorado. I've been briefly once. Oh, yeah. You went to Boulder with your mom. Oh, well, mom didn't go to Boulder with me. She had a conference up there. I think it was the year before she retired. And it somehow panned out that I was able to go. To, they were having a Hay House conference, mm-hmm. which Hay House is actually the uh, the publishing group that <gasps> on Pam Gratt's book. Oh, my God. This is so synchronistic. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> uh, but they had some cool speakers. It was really neat that uh, that I was able to go to that conference. And I heard some really cool stories about synchronicity. And this one lady that she, uh, she had a severe, uh, I think it was some kind of like dirt bike or motor, motorcycle, one or the other accident. And she had severe brain damage. And she would just, uh, most of her life for that first year, or first eight months or whatever, she would just stare out of the window and see a tree. And she remembers she didn't really, pr- because she was, so brain damaged she couldn't process what she was seeing she was just seeing the image of it and not thinking oh that's a tree Mm -hmm. and then she went through this whole brain training process and came out on top and she's cool and she's an author now it's pretty neat i forgot her name though that was cool yeah that is cool but i would love to go back to uh, colorado and boulder in particular that's where i saw the elk outside of boulder Um, I, to maybe change the subject a little bit, I heard something last week that I thought was very interesting, and I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Yeah. In my office, we um, are in our busy season, so right before it started, 
we went around and we're talking about basically people said what they like when they're stressed, like what would help them out and what they don't like. And so one guy was speaking and someone said, oh, well, is there something you don't like? You, would you not want us to come up and say to you? And he said, no. Um, however you express that you want to help me is an expression of yourself, so I'm completely okay with however that is manifests for you. Oh, and yeah, I thought that was... So true. Yeah, I thought that was... He just said it so casually and, like, pretty quickly and, you know, continued speaking from there. He was just like, yeah, I mean, however, that won't affect me in my stress how you come up to me because normally if someone comes up to me and goes okay calm down I'm gonna immediately go don't tell me to calm down <laughs> and like think of it as aggressive but he has a completely different view of that yes. and I think that's so healthy I agree I could probably work on that I, but I feel like it's such a rare occasion I know we, we spoke before about being a pr- like I have a very serious resting bastard face <laughs> Oh, for and, sure. Me and too. people in the past have come up to me and they're like, are you okay? Or are you mad? And I'm like, what? No, <laughs> I'm just thinking about something. I've let that irritate me before. I'd rather right. people just leave it alone. You know? But then if you think about it as they want to come up to you and make you feel better or like think you need someone to talk to, or I don't know, there's so many different angles to look at other people's reactions to you. I don't I think that really resonated with me because that's something I'm struggling with. Something I always try to remember is um, everybody all the reactions you have with other people are projections of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like for example, if somebody says, "You need to calm down." It's really just like your not calm like pat well yeah but it's then it's like also your path to be like oh yeah <laughs> they're probably right they're saying that to me because i needed them to you know what i mean yeah and because you don't want to calm down right because that's your like, ego <laughs> yeah you want to be in your stress bubble or whatever is going on so um i actually have something to introduce that kind of goes maybe within this I was talking to my therapist, and um, we were talking about being kinder to yourself every day, and how a lot of the meanness that you treat yourself with comes from a sense of shame. And she told me to look up the webinar for Renee Brown, and it's called Shame. And she said it. She really thinks that it would be beneficial for like releasing some negative, like negativity that I give myself and then Mm -hmm. I also feel like all of us on this podcast maybe do that I think everybody should do that yeah so have you already done it I haven't listened to it yet I figured we could all listen to it this week and talk about it next week yeah like uh, if you just link it to us and I'll attempt that I don't think it's very long because she was saying she was cooking and she was listening to it so I don't think it's something it's not like a a movie or anything, you know. And we don't have hours. to do anything, or you just... No, I think she's just... I think it's... Uh, so, she's talking to other therapists, so it's a little bit clinical. But it's not like a exercise-driven speech. Mm-hmm. 
she's just talking about like shame from a psychological point of view and how to approach it i uh my therapist she had me i mean she didn't make me but she she asked me to watch Brene brown's talk on vulnerability yes the um my therapist said that that would be good for me too yeah it's pretty good it's very interesting i actually read part of her book daring greatly Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. I read half of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think there's a lot to be said, and it's probably why we're we're in therapy. Um, <laughs> to be more vulnerable in situations and be, I think that basically her point was with the vulnerability. That's how you make satisfying connections with other people, and you you have a satisfying. I don't want to use the word exciting because not everybody wants an exciting life, but a more satisfying life in general is you have to Mm -hmm. put yourself out there in a way or reveal yourself in a more full, in a fuller way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I am constantly like one side of me is butting heads with the other where one is like, no, you need to like say what you feel because you need to be vulnerable and somebody will respect that. And if they don't, then, Mm-hmm. You don't need to talk to them. And the other side's like, nah, girl, shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't connect. Don't connect. Don't Do try. Do not show your your hand. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I think a lot of it, for me, it's like, I think there's a level when I don't want to feel vulnerable, I want to be perceived as, like, cool or something. You know, like, leftover yeah. middle school crap. You know? Yeah. Because in yeah. middle school, it's like, you shut down the vulnerability in some people in high school or whatever. If you had a phase, which I feel like most people have, it's sort of like cut out the vulnerability. You're hard. I mean, that was even a phrase. It was like, you got to be hard. Well, middle school is the worst. It's it really like, worst. Everyone in middle school is evil. Oh, my yeah. God. And your mouth hurts. Everybody has races. Oh, my God. And the people <laughs> who don't have races, you just hate. Yeah, because you're like... How you. dare you? I'm going to punch you. Fuck up your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> braces. You're not cool. You're not in the brace face club. Man, having braces makes you harden up. That's for sure. For sure. Mm. I got locked in a bathroom once because I was in there after lunch doing my little, you know, flossy sponge broom thing in between my braces. You were Should've got locked in a bathroom. brace owner than me. <laughs> So, did you have a party game that you like? I, there was one that stuck out to me. It was, I don't remember the name of it, but it basically talks about how if we're creating everything within our experience, whether it's good or bad, it it reminds me of the Abe Hicks thing where you look around the room and you're like, I did that kind of thing. (laughs) So, with this one, you think about all the things that you're allowing into your experience. So um, I, I read over that one. I like that one too. So, and it basically you look around and you, you say, okay, well, I'm allowing the sunlight to come into the room. I'm allowing the water to come through the, the pipes and the faucet. I'm allowing sound to move through the air, that sort of thing. Because if you look at it, everything as a creation of yours, everything in your experience you are allowing a lot of crap and we don't really give ourselves credit for that at all it, because it's just there and we 
I don't want to say we take it for granted, but it's just sort of like we don't even think about it. So with this, you're, I think it's worded as something like exercising the allowing muscle mm-hmm. or just becoming aware that you are letting things in your life. You may, up to this point, maybe not tomorrow or today, not have been allowing as much financial abundance as you would like, but you are allowing some and you're allowing, like I said, the water and the air to come in and out of your lungs and everything like that. So it's just becoming aware. And I think a lot of it is similar to what we were saying before about filling the space with the little things, just so you're on this sort of frequency and the the level where you can attract more positive things in your life. Right. Yeah, I'm so down. I, I dug that fall. one. I might have to make a list every day, though, because otherwise I'll forget. I feel like that would be really productive. Yeah. To make yeah. a list all the time. I think I might do it like at the end of the day, like today. These are the five things that I remember allowing. I actually did a something similar to the morning time gratitude thing, but it was just in a little journal, and it was actually recommended to me by a casting director, mm-hmm. Ricky Maslar. I, I took her class twice. It was 40 days and you write down five things that you're grateful for. And honest to God, like these things that I wrote are illegible because honestly I'm rolling around in the bed. You have to do it before you get out of bed. No way I can read any of these things. I'm just barely hanging on to consciousness this early in the morning, you know? (laughs) But I did some really cool things did happen. I was still working retail at that time. And then during that span of 40 days, I got a raise. There is one thing that I wanted to bring up that I read recently from uh, this lady, Vanessa Van Edwards, who's a social psychologist. And it's something that we talked about last week on how we wanted to connect more with people. And that was one of the reasons why we wanted to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think it ties in a little bit with the vulnerability, Brene Brown business and all that jazz anyway before i even get into the topic i definitely recommend that you follow vanessa van edwards or or just like i I sign up for her email list she and pam grout their emails are the ones that i actually look forward to opening (laughs) like i'll Mm -hmm. save them for a rating day or something by the way you should definitely follow pam grout's blog which is uh, pamgrout.com if you're really into manifestation stories she's got them and she gets a lot of after writing the books she gets a lot of feedback from people who have done the e cubed and e squared experiments which, which are other books of hers about manifestation and the thing can grow rich party games so she has people write her from all over the world and they're like, wow, you'll never believe this amazing thing that happened to me because I was doing this experiment sort of thing. And I don't know. It's just, I love to hear those stories. They're really just fun and, and lighthearted. And I just think they're, they're fucking amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so definitely yeah. recommend Pam Grout. But I also really like Vanessa Van Edwards, scienceofpeople.com. She has, like I said, she's a social psychologist. Uh, She has a book called Captivate, which deals a lot with body language and other social psychology things that are really nifty. She has a few videos where she talks about body language and how people are perceived based on what, what pictures they're using. She's gone through some dating and profile, social media profile pictures. 
and how people can be perceived differently based on what angle their mouth is facing. And, you know, it's just really intriguing. But she came out with this one, or she linked this one not too long ago about friend groups and having adult friendship and how it's actually, it can actually be very challenging. And yeah. Th- yeah. <laughs> you um, never think that it's growing like, up. like most challenging. It's what challenging, Caitlin? It's the most challenging <laughs> thing most in my adult life. Moist challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so she was talking uh, about she had this really good friend, or she has a, a, a friend that she knows. I don't know if he's a really good friend. I don't know, but <laughs> don't want to make person. assumptions on her life. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> They're besties, I can tell. <laughs> I read. I looked at his Tinder profile. <laughs> I swiped right, and she. But was I can tell. I can yeah. tell. <laughs> but. <laughs> She, she, she knows, she knows, she knows this guy. <laughs> falling apart, we are falling apart, we are storming. We're nose diving <laughs> to the ocean. Alert, alert. Glub, glub. What? <laughs> so she knows this guy. Glub, glub, glub. <laughs> it was very gregarious and she assumed that he had all these friends and she has this perception of him that he's very like i said outgoing and he goes to these social events and he's always he never meets a stranger and all that but he actually admitted to her one day that he actually had a a bout of depression and he kind of boiled it down and, and uprooted it that he didn't feel like he had a a good friend group not that it's the people he knew were bad friends or anything, but it's like he didn't have TV show friends friend group. Oh my god. You guys are my TV show friend group? Yes. <laughs> I want to be Phoebe. I think we all probably all want to be Phoebe. Phoebe? From Friends? Is that not what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I have not actually ever watched Friends. I don't know their names. You've honestly. never watched Friends? I mean, I don't no. watch it, but okay, 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 okay. Maybe okay. that's something we can try. <laughs> Bitch, watch Friends. <laughs> I'm on Game of Thrones right now. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> and I'm about to start Pretty Little Liars because everybody keeps talking about what? it. What? Don't do it. It'll suck you in. That's fine. So uh, this guy had a little bit of a depression because he was trying to compare his life and his friend group and experiences with other people based on a TV show. And I was thinking, and I think it was partly suggested, is that a lot of people are kind of having that. They see these really great friend shows like Cheers and Friends and, and Seinfeld. And people and, on and social other... media. And then also yeah. on social media where people are presenting very, people are presenting the what they, these very gregarious forms of themselves, and then other people are comparing themselves to this, the social media version of these other people that they know, and uh, into TV shows. Yeah, so it's not very realistic to compare yourself to that, because as adults, it's harder to meet people than you know in college or, or school or whatever club you're in, and also people have timing issues, scheduling issues, you know? I talked to my therapist about this, like, almost very same thing this week. Mm -hmm. Also, she gave me a tip because I was saying that I think in general, maybe not with you guys or, like, what I sound like on this podcast because I really like doing it. But in general here, I am perceived as really monotone. Like, I don't have any 
I'm never like, oh, woo, but I'm also never, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just like one tone all the time. Um, so I was talking to her about not being able to like be there for, so I work at a vet and um, we have to deal with euthanasias like we do at vets. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not really good at having people cry at me. Like, I just don't, like, I don't know what to do. I want to clam up and run away especially to strangers. the back. Right, especially strangers. So she gave me this tip, and I thought it was really interesting and possibly also useful just in general mm-hmm. she, with upset people. Um, she said, talk to them like they're children that are scared. And she then she gave me an example you just kind of like take what they say to you, summarize it and say the same thing, same thing back. So if somebody's like, this is really hard. My dog is really sick and he's super old. You would say, I'm really sorry. It's very hard to have an elderly sick dog and let us know what we can do for you. You know, like you just Mm -hmm. kind of say the exact same thing back and that makes them feel listened to as well as comforted. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've heard something, not so much in a comfort sense, but as a way of building rapport in general, you yeah. mirror back what people say. I feel like I've... And their body language. You're supposed to mirror people's body language if you want them to feel. That is so much to think about. Like, That's how I know. I that is, I can't even imagine doing the first part. Like, I'm not a very good listener. Oh, I think you are. I mean, I listened to what you said just now, so maybe I'm just <laughs> Good but... job. High five. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Miracle. Breakthrough. But yeah, I feel like, I feel like if I were thinking about all of those things, I don't feel like I would be listening if I were doing all that. Does that make sense? I'd be stressed out. Be like, oh, oh. Well, I think it's something you have to like practice. Like you could practice at home with whoever. You could practice with mirror. (laughs) You could subtly practice in your life before you like make the big leap and like mirror somebody in an important situation but I just thought it was it was cool it was like a good piece of advice I don't know I feel like the mirroring I feel like that's more of like a subconscious thing I feel like if you're really engaged in listening and I that just sort of happens so long as you don't have a uh, social disorder or something I don't know right but well I think maybe I have a social disorder (laughs) because I'm so unexpressive like I don't even I don't even think my face changes when I'm excited I think I don't think so I don't I don't agree with that at all I don't either but that's because we know you yeah that's yeah but you guys aren't I think I'm just different here I'm like more it's not the same when I'm with you guys because I love you so much yeah, in general, I think I'm more reserved because I don't know very many people still. And... Maybe you're just more subtle. And not everybody has the perceptive skill to pick up on your uh, m- minor expressions or something. Everybody else has a social disorder and we are That's perfect. right. We're normal. <laughs> we're normal. I do we're have really, a question. You know what? We're cool. <laughs> yeah, we're really cool. I do have a question I've literally been dying to ask you. Yeah. Do you think, both of you, and the listeners out there that I'm sure are still listening. Skippers. Okay. Do you think that the models of pregnant, of maternity clothes are actually pregnant? No. (laughs) Absolutely not. 
I there can't to. be that big of a surplus of really gorgeous pregnant women. Right, but apparently, I remember someone saying that they were like, yeah, well, there's always pregnant women. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like in a major city, there's going to be some casting person that's like calling all pregnant women who are pretty. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think know. so. I think it's fake. I think it's fake, too. I think we've also had this conversation before. I wasn't in on it, though. No, I, I think I've talked. I'm happy. No, to I think I've talked to Laura about it. I swear. Well, yeah, because I didn't think someone someone brought it up to me at some point. I'm not looking at maternity dress. That's a great question, though. I bet a simple Google would answer it, but I like to. I, I really like gesticulating. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's my prediction for this week? I did oh. yours last week, so it's Katie's for your turn. Wait, okay, okay, so let's summarize what we're doing going forward. What are we going to attempt? We're going to continue doing our gratitude in the morning. Uh-huh. And, and uh, making it a magical day and telling ourselves it's going to be magical. And we're going to um, note the things that we're allowing into our lives. I'm very excited. So now I think it's time for the podcast prophecy which is this thing that we it's this thing we started on episode one where we predict stuff for each other but it's It's a lot more exciting than the way you just said it yeah i'm sorry because mine came true i did find something out about my pet i predicted well (laughs) (laughs) the force is strong with this one Okay, go for Caitlin. Oh God, I'm not ready. <laughs> What's the point? Oh, uh, uh, Katie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Smell me in. Breathe her in. Take her in. I'm basically a living rose. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You did it for me. <laughs> Katie. Have you been pondering doing something different with your hair? No, I already did that. I did that yesterday. Damn it. <laughs> you are so psychic, though. <laughs> I got bangs. <laughs> I feel like you're going to do something mo different, though. Not in the next month. Okay, fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm not going to argue <laughs> with my prophecy. <laughs> no. Okay, Laura. In the next, this is so specific. (laughs) In the next week, you will randomly feel a ray of sunshine on your face and you'll remember a fond, like a very nostalgic time or a happy memory. Ooh. Case. Case face. You. Casey, you are going to... Feel the music within you, and you're going to experience a lyrical or musical uh, life change. Not life change. Okay, let me start over. Casey. <laughs> you guys, this is really hard. Casey. Sounds like you're rubbing sand and paper together. That's so rude. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> it was me flicking bad energy off my arms. Oh, no. I'm you sorry. Are, 
<laughs> you must be really ashy then. No, oh, I moisturize tonight. She lotionizes all the time. She's because like queen you, lotion. Casey, That's true. You're the reason I put moisturizer on every night. You do know. That, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think I'm Casey. So we were having a deep conversation in Amsterdam, and we, I don't know what we were talking about, but it was like you don't know. It's ha- like you can't change it until it's too late. Yeah. That's when you even think to change it. And you said that's how I feel about moisturizing. Oh no! How pathetic! <laughs> that's <laughs> your prophecy. Literally, since then, I moisturize so so often, all of the time. I, I need, I need to, to moisturize better. Yeah. I do my so, face all right, yeah. but the rest of the body is just like, uh You need to. Oh, my face. Advice. And from knee down are really, really well taken care of, but everything else in between that is not. <laughs> um, I thought you. Oh, you're not washing your face anymore. That's that the thing. Right. I just use oil. Okay, Casey. The music will flow through you, and you are going to make a noticeable difference in someone's life this week, and then mm-hmm. that will in turn affect your life, but. You will bring the music to another being. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I'll share a favorite album or something. I don't know. You can't plan. That's true. Nice, guys. High five. <laughs> Did you just make like a gun noise? I just clapped. <laughs> I don't know why I. Yeah, I don't know why I did High that with else. <laughs> I know we, we all get high five so differently. Because <laughs> we're all unique snowflakes. <laughs> Casey, what if you gave high fives to people all the time with your mouth? <laughs> oh. make a change. We're going to attempt that one week. Oh, no. <laughs> high five. Lip smash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Katie. Mm-hmm. What is this podcast called? Attempting Podcast. Woo, woo, woo. And we're attempting to end it. And we're done. Bye.